Lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. All right. Welcome back. Um, Today we're going to be talking about the episode Eve, but first we have a few updates. First update is as long as we can, we are going to share uh, listener paranormal stories and also to help you picture it, what actor they would like to play them if Mulder and Scully investigated this event oh, in their life. did the person, did the story we have, did they? Uh, in a sense, you'll see. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, but I have a couple banked now, and one Perfect. of them does have an actor attached. Awesome. That, that came out more impressive <laughs> than it is. <laughs> and we're going to do that at the end of the episode, so we'll be sharing one at the end of each episode for as long as we can. Yeah, so as long keep as we sending have stories, yeah. And then I have an update about something I referenced a couple episodes ago. I believe I said, just remind me, Minotaur. Yeah. Um, so I've got a Minotaur-based update. So, okay. I didn't think there were many updates on Minotaur <laughs> these days. There's been major advancements <laughs> in Minotaur science. Um, no, so, all right. So first of all, this comes sort of from my husband, Adam, who is a mm-hmm. historian. Anything that I say that is wrong is 100% on me and not on him. <laughs> in fact... He and I discussed this because I remembered him telling me about it a while ago. And so then I was like, all right, cool. Let me say this back. Make sure I have it right. And he's like, well, let me look at my notes. Let's get it exact. And I was like, no, 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 that's fine. fine." And also that was like two weeks ago. And I don't super remember it that well. But so what you're saying is that you're probably going to have another Minotaur update (laughs) next week. (laughs) Breaking Minotaur news at the start of every podcast. No, I just might be a little bit more vague than I want to. Okay. I I imagine Adam will listen to this and just cringe, but we'll see. So here's the deal. In the 1800s, there was this dude who was sort of an amateur archaeologist. You're probably wondering what his name is. I couldn't tell you. Thomas Jefferson. Definitely not. I would have remembered his name. Okay. Um, (laughs) I mean, he was an amateur archaeologist. I believe his first name may have been Jacob, but I don't know for (laughs) sure. Okay. So... You know, so he actually did some stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. he was independently wealthy and was like, I'm going to go dig. Oh. Uh, but he had this theory that, okay, so the ancient Greeks, they had this legend of King Minos who had a minotaur mm-hmm. and the people would have to like, donate's not quite the right word, give them children oh, to like uh-huh. go into the labyrinth and like face the minotaur eat be eaten by him i'm not totally clear what was going on there but it was bad for the children sure and so this was just like this this legend in in Mm -hmm. ancient greece and then eventually somebody goes and fights the minotaur and kills him can't think of his name right now adam knew it we talked about it hercules no all right feel pretty confident it wasn't hercules I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think... It, somebody else that you would have sure. heard of. Yeah. Um, Greek guy. Yeah. So anyhow, this was just this legend. Oh, there was a society. They're on an island and, mm-hmm. and whatever. But it was a legend. But there was some evidence that maybe it was inspired by something else. Mm. Like something real. And um, this dude, possibly Jacob, in the 1800s, mm-hmm. had done research and thought... I think we could maybe find the remains of this civilization on Crete. 
Okay. And so he went to Crete, and they had some digs, and mm-hmm. they found stuff, and they found this ancient, what we call the Minoan civilization, yeah. mm-hmm. which it's only called the Minoans because of the legend of King Minos. That's not what they called themselves or anything. Right. And mm-hmm. that was, Adam wanted me to be clear to stress this, Minoans are way far back compared to ancient Greeks. Ancient Greeks are like, Minoans seem as distant to them as ancient Greeks do to us. I'm not sure if that's exactly true numerically, but, you know, approximately. Yeah. So Minoans, crazy old and really into bulls. Uh. My phrasing. (laughs) But, like, lots of, like, bull art and Uh bull... Music. (laughs) Yes. 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 And bull... Pottery. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. you name it. Now, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. lots. So it was like the seeds of this, what became a legend, mm-hmm. came from, hey, there was this civilization on Crete who was like super into bulls and was very powerful. Cool. And uh, there's no evidence that they like had bull human hybrids or anything. No actual like minotaurs in their legends. They right. were just into bulls. And then okay. it's like the Greeks sort of had it had it become a minotaur. Anyway, so that was the deal. Okay. And that's what I wanted to bring up. Is like this idea that like stuff that is legend might have come from something oh, real. Sure. Because right. there's also this idea that possibly the legend of Atlantis could have been inspired by Crete as well because hmm. how their civilization got destroyed is there was this big eruption, some volcano erupted. Okay. And so then there were these huge waves, and the waves basically flooded this island so hmm. badly that it just, like, permanently damaged them, and they never became powerful again. Huh. Interesting. So. Is that coming from Adam as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. Although, I, again... I consider him a reliable source. He is source. a reliable source. If I got anything wrong, again, the error is on me. Yeah. Yeah. No, we won't hold it against no, don't. Adam. No. I know better. We're going to hold against him the fact that he doesn't believe in my ability to to dunk a basketball. (laughs) Nothing else. Nothing else. Let's see. Any other updates? I appreciate that story. Yeah. Very nice. Um, No, I don't think any other updates. I think we're good. Okay. Let's talk X-Files. Well, I am super excited because this is one of my favorite episodes. It's so good. It's so good. So creepy. So the episode is Eve. And it starts in Greenwich, Connecticut. And we see a little girl standing outside holding a very creepy bunny stuffed oh, animal. Yeah. I don't know why it was creepy to me, but it was too large. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't note it as creepy, to be honest. Maybe just the way she was. Maybe because you know. Yeah, maybe because yeah. I know. And some neighbors see her standing there. And so they go up and, you know, are inquiring, why are you outside by yourself on the street? Um, and she says her dad needed time alone. Yeah. And so the neighbors, I would also like to point out, are in jogging suits, which is great. Um, <laughs> yeah, like full track suits. Yeah, full, yeah. 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 And so the guy is like, well, I think he's had enough time to himself now and goes in the backyard and sees the dad sitting on the swing and he is dead with puncture wounds on his neck. And there's that plinky, creepy music that I love that we first heard in the episode Squeeze. Yes. And then opening theme. Such a bait and switch. Like this whole episode. Mm -hmm. Like, oh man, so good. Yeah, so you're thinking maybe vampires. Right. And this poor little girl. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
And so then we see Mulder talking about exsanguination with Scully and talking about cattle mutilations and, you know, finding these different people who've been exsanguinated or, you know, bled out. Yeah. 75% blood loss the man had, Mulder says. And he also had digitalis found in him, which is a poison. And I just want to say this whole scene, I didn't realize we talked in the bonus episode about my favorite episode, Bad Blood. Yeah. This whole scene is totally mimicked and sort of made fun of in the episode Bad Blood. Yeah. Exsanguination, the two small puncture wounds in the neck. Yes. Like, this is just directly, like, mocked in Bad Blood. So it was nice to see it there and be like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I have some digitalis stuff to say at some point. Ooh, why don't you say it now? Great. So Mulder mentions it then, and it also gets brought up multiple times in the episode that it is sweet tasting. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking a nice tea right now, and it's sweet. And it was also <laughs> on the house from the tea place I went to. And now I'm like, hmm. Um, that's not what I had to say, though. So digitalis comes from foxglove, mm-hmm. which also gets mentioned in the episode. Foxglove is one of my tattoos. Um, oh, yeah. That's yeah, right. That guy. All those. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I have a bunch of flower tattoos on my shoulder. And... Uh, I got the tattoos because in Amsterdam, there's a really fantastic botanical garden, the Hortus Botanicus, and I was getting a series of Dutch-themed tattoos, so I got uh, three types of flowers that they have there. And what I like about Foxglove is when we go to the Hortus Botanicus, we always get the same guide, and I really wanted to bring up our guide because his name is Oscar Mulder. Oh my god! Yeah, I think Mulder is actually a Dutch name. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, whoa. Yeah, there's like... You see that as like a root in some things or like similar type words. Like huh. there's like a Mouders port or something instead of Mulder, but with an I instead of an L. And like, yeah, so Oscar Mulder. Okay. Um, oh, that's fantastic. And he's this such a weird dude. So <laughs> awesome. So awesome, but strange and <laughs> hilarious. And uh, he, uh, the Hortus Botanicus is hundreds of years old and they have this garden that used to be used for the medical students. And so he kind of takes us through and he shows us all these plants that can be used medicinally and talks about how in so small amounts they can be good, in other amounts they can kill people and mm-hmm. they can be used as poison. And so he brings up foxglove and uh. I just... It really, really stood out to me the way he said that foxglove, uh, the poison from it you get is sweet. Yeah. And so, you know, one day the wife says, oh, another cup of tea, my dear. <laughs> and uh, and so Adam and I say that to each other a lot. Um, and, uh, and that, I don't remember what year it was that he said that, but then another year... Uh, after I'd gotten the tattoo, I mentioned it to him uh-huh. and I said, I remember you said this. And he just kind of nodded and said, oh, yes, standard foxglove joke. <laughs> so uh, so that's what I wanted to bring up. I was so excited to hear about Digitalis because I was like, another cup of tea, my dear. I know this. That's awesome. Yeah. Mulder thinks aliens. Of, of course. course. Yeah. Another, and another switch. Like, oh, such a good episode. But so now we see him kind of thinking aliens could be involved. Yes. So they go to Connecticut, and um, the girl who um, had been standing on the sidewalk, Tina, Tina, um, which later, when I was looking up information about this episode, I saw that it's spelled, for whatever reason, her character's name is T-E-E-N-A. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I I looked up this episode and found, because I was like, oh, that actress who plays the little girl, she's familiar. I've seen her and stuff. No. Nothing. Oh. <laughs> she was in one other thing, and that's it. 
Like it was basically the X Files wow. and then like a bit part in some like Little House on the Prairie thing or something oh, like weird. that uh, before. Huh. Yeah, that's almost creepier that she's familiar to you. It is. Yeah. Although it's probably just. Yeah, I've watched this episode yeah. a lot. Um, and so she doesn't have a family, so she's awaiting foster care. She's in like an orphanage. Yeah, and or a group home of some yeah. sort. And so there's a woman um, there who seems nice mm-hmm. that's taking care of her. And they question her. And, of course, Mulder is asking some rather leading questions. Yes. Um, which leads her to say something about how there was red lightning. Yeah. And that the men from the clouds were after my dad. They wanted to exsanguinate him. Yes. Sometimes I think... So Helen and I are sitting here. We're both holding our notes. And I sort of think if you compared our notes, they'd just be identical. Because, <laughs> like, that's exactly the part I quoted. And it, it's just following really well. Yeah. I think we watch it and we're very... Well, we have a good instinct point. for yeah, these things. Yeah, we do. We do have good instincts. Always take notes when they talk about exsanguination. Now, that I is mean, a good life lesson. If yeah, anyone is yeah. talking about exsanguination, pay attention. Yeah, tell it to my students. They probably wouldn't. You Do you... Talk about exsanguination in your classes? No, but sometimes I bring up real weird stuff that and they... they don't seem phased? They don't seem phased. Mm. I don't know. So they get a call about another similar death in California. Um, and everything was exactly the same. So the guy was exsanguinated and had digitalis in his system. So meanwhile, we see Tina in bed and it's raining. And it's nighttime. It's nighttime. And someone takes her, basically. Yeah, she's we see, abducted. Yeah, she's abducted. We see someone had been hiding in the closet, which is pretty creepy. And so um, someone takes her. So Mulder and Scully are in California and um, with the Reardon family. Mm-hmm. And the girl at the Reardon house, whose name is Cindy, is identical to Tina. Dun, and so dun, that's, dun. you know, weird. Yes. Yeah, certainly. Very. And so they find out they're kind of asking Cindy's mom weird questions. So like, her which was Cindy adopted. Right. Yeah. And her mom is like, what does this have to do with my husband being murdered or something? Yeah. Um, which is all fair. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, I think they have a picture of Tina and her dad. Mm-hmm. And she's like, who is this man with Cindy? Yeah. Did he do something to Cindy? And, they're, and he, that's when they're like no, this is the daughter of the other victim. Yeah. And they find out that Cindy's mom used in vitro fertilization at right. a center in San Francisco. The mom also, and I'm really pissed I didn't look this up. She says something like, what are the odds that two people look, I, or Scully said this, I'm sorry, odds that two people look identical and both see their fathers exsanguinated? Or no, I'm sorry, Scully. <laughs> I've got, I'm way off. Scully was saying to Mulder then, as they're walking to the car, another walking to the car conversation, that, like, what if it's just basically coincidence Which that they're just, so like... Which is so insane. Yeah. Yeah. And Mulder says, what are the odds that two people look identical and both see their father's exsanguinated? I was going to do those odds. I was going to try you, my best. But, like, here's my Number thing. of people exsanguinated. Number of people that end up looking identical. But how do you would, find out number of people who look identical? No one looks identical, right? Like randomly? Oh, I mean, I mean, I know there's like possible. those old timey pictures, and it looks like it's Nick Cage or yeah. something. But like, I guess I would be curious. I think you should look into that. I will. I want okay. to know. I will. Yeah. There will be follow up. I, I also want to know how many people are exsanguinated. <laughs> yeah. That seems like I'll take notes. Yeah, as I should when there's talk of exsanguination. Please. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So 
they're concerned that Cindy could be next after they get the call that Tina has been abducted. Yeah. And so uh, Mulder is watching while watching outside their house while Scully goes to talk to the clinic, as she should. And she finds out that the couple, the Connecticut couple, was there. So the people, the family in Connecticut had also done in vitro at that clinic. And they had seen a Dr. Sally Kendrick. Who was nothing but a problem, the doctor tells them. She's yes. not there anymore. She was found to be tampering with fertilized eggs and experimenting with eugenics. So that's not good? Nope. Not good at all. And she then disappeared. Mulder then gets a phone call as they're talking in the hotel room later that night and ushers Scully out of the room. And then we see him meet with Deep Throat, yes. which I had totally forgotten and about. Me too. I had no idea he was going to be in this episode. No. And Scully was like, why are you rushing me out of here? Do you have a girl coming over? And Mulder's like, what's a girl? Yeah. Or something. <laughs> and yeah, it's Deep Throat. Yeah. Which it occurred. That's the first time it clicked for me. Scully doesn't know about Deep Throat. Does she? Oh, right. No. Yeah. Uh, like, if she knew about him, Mulder wouldn't have had to rush her out of that room. Unless she would have disapproved. Yeah. But I don't think that's the case. I don't, think, I don't yeah. think she knows about him. Yeah, I think you're right. I think at some point, I mean, he's mentioned getting information from someone before. Yeah. Yeah. But she doesn't directly know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Deep Throat tells Mulder about these Litchfield experiments, um, which are not actually something that happened, but based in all sorts of terrible reality, Mm -hmm. um, in which Cold War Russians were trying to breed their top scientists and the U.S. followed suit. Um, So they were trying to, like, get the smartest and the best. Mm -hmm. So the boys were called Adam and the girls were named Eve. This is where I would like to point out that your husband's name is Adam. Oh, yeah. And our mom's boyfriend's name is Eve, spelled Y-V-E-S. Yes, which... Um, will never not delight me and my mother. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Adam and Eve. It's really great. Yeah. So Deep Throat gets them into some sort of prison of some sort to see Eve Six. And I'll just pause for a moment to say, if you've heard of Eve Six, the band from the 90s, I think I was oh. talking recently about the the guy from Eve Six is on Twitter and he's really funny. Oh, really? Yeah, he has this like funny, self-deprecating sense of humor huh. and like talks shit about famous people and like it's oh. awesome. Um, but yeah, they did that Inside Out song with like, um, like nobody wants me to sing it. <laughs> um, so, no, no, no. <laughs> we can all put my ten- The Heart in a Blender song. Want to put my tender heart in a blender? Oh, watch it spin around really? to a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous, then I'm through with you. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And I mean, that they t- took their name from this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah. So they go in to see Eve 6. So one of the original Eves that was created during the Litchfield experiments. And dun-dun-dun, it looks like Sally Kendrick. Yep, identically. Man... She's creepy. So creepy. <laughs> and again, as I think we mentioned in the last episode, this is the woman who plays Frasier's agent, BB. Yeah. Um, Frasier, and I don't know. I think she's such a great actress. Oh, like, yeah. She's so compelling. Yeah. And uh, I thought she was British on Frasier. Doesn't she do a British accent? Because she doesn't here. Maybe. So I'm not sure. I didn't look into anything about I about didn't that either. actress, so I don't know which was real. But yeah, she's she's a delight. <laughs> neither of them were real, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> I meant which accent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, Eve Six is real, but yeah. Frasier oh, yeah. is just pretend. <laughs> yeah, it's clearly some sort of psychiatric facility. She's wearing a straitjacket of some sort. She's on her bed. Um, talks about biting the eyes of one of the security guards. Yes. It's all extremely... 
yeah. unsettling. Yeah. Um, and she's got pictures on her wall of her and a bunch of younger Eves, um, a bunch of her sisters or whatever, and they look like the little girls. Yes. Cindy and Tina. And um, this is where Eve 6 says that the Eves have 56 chromosomes. And is this just utter nonsense? Oh, I it have so much. sounds like such... Because she starts by saying, we're very bright, we Eves. I could top 265, talking about her IQ. Right. Which, for reference, according to some article in Reader's Digest, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the highest ever recorded IQ was somebody of 263. Um Hmm. Marilyn Voss Savant, who had a um, an advice column for a while, and I I recall hating her, but I no longer recall why. Hmm. I'll trust you. She also got a bunch of angry mail when she posted about the um, the Monty Hall problem. You know, oh, really? Yeah, because she had the correct solution and people didn't believe her. Anyway, she's <laughs> really, really freakishly smart and has an okay. IQ of 228. And then I also just wanted to say... IQ has been sort of debunked anyway, yeah. super biased and not a great measure of anything. And oh man, have you listened to my year in Mensa yet? Oh my God, no. And I need a new podcast. You have to. It's so entertaining. Jamie Loftus, she's a reporter. She um, qualifies. She does an IQ test to get into Mensa and spends a year in it and like reports from the inside. And it's just it's delightful. Not, I, it's, everything I've heard about people in Mensa does not make me feel positively about no, them. No, there's a so. lot of strange right wing sorts oh, of things gross. that I had no idea. Ooh, yeah, yeah, but it's the podcast is very entertaining. That sounds awesome. So yeah, my year in Mensa. Okay. Um, so the Eves apparently have 46 chromosomes. 56. 56, yeah. Which, <laughs> right. 46 is what we want. Like, how does... Oh, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. No, I'm gonna... Okay. Can I go on my whole Please, big thing? go on your okay. big thing. Right. It's time for Helen to go on her whole big thing. Ooh. There should be... that. That's the <laughs> that's theme. That's the theme. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk chromosomes and uh, aneuploidy, which means an abnormal number of chromosomes. Oh my God. I remember from high school bio, polyploidy. Because oh, yeah? strawberries that are really big are likely polyploidy. Oh, really? That is all I know. Oh. When I see a great big strawberry, I know that. <laughs> like the kind that kind of has like multiple strawberries. Oh, those are good. Yeah. Well, I feel like sometimes they can be a little bland. Sometimes hmm. it's the smaller ones. All right. So anyway, go on, go on your big thing. <laughs> well, much like strawberries. <laughs> um, so humans have, yeah. um, most humans have 46 chromosomes. Okay. So that is 23 What is a pairs. chromosome? Ooh, what why is a chromosome? Why let's don't start we there. tell, uh, I of course know, but let's tell the, the listeners. <laughs> sure, right? sure. Yeah. No, I don't know. Well, I don't as, know. as you know. Wait, hang on. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it like... Okay, so DNA, uh huh, probably involved. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, wait, is this the marshmallow thing? What? With like A G T C. <laughs> I I did this again in high school bio. Thank you, Mr. Ludd. I I retained little bits and pieces. We did this thing where we were like, you were probably making a model of DNA. I mm -hmm. guess, but there were like those multicolored mini marshmallows and each of the different colors represented a different like ah, base adenine. pair. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'd have to pair them together and make this like chain with like toothpicks and marshmallows oh. and I ate a bunch of them. <laughs> so whenever people talk about those base pairs, I taste mini marshmallows. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
Cool. Anyhow, is that that? No. Well, that's DNA. That's DNA. Okay. So DNA is made of four nitrogenous base pairs. And those are the marshmallows. cytosine, thymine, and guamine. Those are the Mm -hmm. marshmallows. Okay. Um, And then DNA will condense and wrap around proteins called histones. Okay. And form structures, these like condensed structures, and that's a chromosome. Okay. And so chromosomes can also be mapped. So we know, like, well, this section of the chromosome codes for this gene. Okay. So. And we have 46 of them. Right. Yeah. In most every people do. cell? Almost. Okay. So 46 in all of our somatic cells. <gasps> and then we have 23 in the, the like, eggs and yeah. sperm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's all yep. coming back yep. to me now. It's so like we have Celine Dion. <laughs> all right. We, I think ooh, she can... wrote that about biology. Yeah, yeah. I'd like that. I'd like to change that to be my intro for me ooh, going off on a tangent. I like that. Instead. Yeah. Because it's what my students will then say once they. Yeah. Someday. Yeah, it's yeah. all coming back to yeah. them. Yeah. Anyway, so we have 23 pairs of chromosomes, typically. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some people will have 45, some people will have 47. Okay. Anything else is incompatible with life. Okay. So aneuploidy is the term for having not just two of each chromosome. So when you have either a monosomy, meaning you just have one of the chromosome, mm-hmm. or you have a trisomy. Oh, I've heard of that you trisomy three. something something. Is that like Down syndrome? Yeah. Trisomy 21 is Down yeah. syndrome. Okay. So people with Down syndrome have three copies of the 21st chromosome. Okay. All right. Right. Now there are... A decent amount of aneuploidies. Most of them, most of the ones that we see in people mm-hmm. are trisomies. And most of those are with the sex chromosomes. So X and Y. Okay. And that's because everyone needs an X to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't need a Y. I'm sorry. Hang on. The X. Yeah. Is that a specific chromosome? It's the X. What the hell does that mean? Well, (laughs) like you have chromosome one, chromosome two, and then you have an X. Wait, hold on. You have a number of chromosomes and then one of them is not a number. It's just an X. (laughs) Yeah. No. Okay. All right. (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. Okay. So like eggs, they got 23 chromosomes. Yeah. One of them is the mysterious chromosome X. Yeah. It's the X files. All right. No. um, (laughs) It doesn't get a number? No. Why not? But is it one of the 23? Yeah. Well, what number is it? 23, if you okay, want but wait, it so to we be. Don't, we don't have a... So we do have 1 through 22. Yes. And then the X. And then the X. Or the Y. Well, so you're going to have two because you... Remember, we have 23 pairs. Well, no, I meant like in the in the, the sex cells or like in the sperm or the egg. Oh, right. Okay. Yes. All yes. right. Mm-hmm. And so if you have... So everyone needs an X. Mm-hmm. To live. Okay. You cannot live with just a Y. Okay. The X has very important things on it. Okay. But there are some people that just have one X. Okay. Um, and no other, because remember, a pair. Mm-hmm. So, like, most women mm-hmm. would have an X and an X. Mm-hmm. Most men would have an X and mm-hmm. a Y. And I'm, I'm doing a big kind of, like, quotation shrug as I mm-hmm. say the word most. Mm-hmm. I know you know that. Yes. I'm telling you. Yes. Um, I can see her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so let's say I have XX. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes called Turner syndrome. Sometimes people are more prone to epilepsy and okay. things like that. Hmm. But it's also possible that you would never know. Okay. Or that you would have those things and not know why. Okay. 
Um, now there can also be trisomies of that sex chromosomes. Oh. Um, so triple X. Yeah, that's one of them. Okay, would be XXX. Mm-hmm. Um, and I secretly kind of hope that I have that, just because I think it would be neat. Well, you know, that's the symbol of the city of Amsterdam. Oh, well then I yeah. hope you have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you like walk around town in Amsterdam, they have yeah, the little um, right. like, posts that have the axes and stuff it has nothing to do with the fact that prostitution is legal there right it stands for like three historic values of the city hmm. um oh interesting i can never remember what they are they are um there are some theories but they're uh, i think the best theory i guess yeah it's not really clear yeah i'm just kind of looking at it now the main thing is it's not because of like the red right. light district and uh one time we had a little free library that my in-laws made for us and they put the Dutch flag on one side because they know I love the Netherlands. And then they put the Amsterdam flag on the other side, which is red and black and has three X's on it. And so our neighbors thought that it was a little free library for porn. And <laughs> such a horrifying so horrifying. <laughs> So I had to paint over the X's so that it was just some red and black stripes. <laughs> so anyway, I'm so sorry for derailing that, but I That's needed okay. to share it. Yeah. yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. Um, so you can have three X's mm-hmm. and you would almost never know. XYY is another option. Okay. And this is where we get into the whole idea that like, or part of how we get into the knowledge that sex is not binary, mm-hmm. as most people would know it. Mm-hmm. We talked about the statistics of having red hair. Yes. Do you remember what it was? Oh, it's uh, 2 or 3%. 1% to 2%. 1% yeah. to 2%. Okay. But roughly the same amount of people that have red hair have mm. the same percentage, have some sort of trisomy or monosomy in their sex chromosomes. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so it's a decently large yeah, population. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. So XYY person also probably wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, X why can cause some problems okay so that can cause some heart conditions i believe i know it can also cause some like intersex traits but i believe there's also like a health component okay. that pops up mm-hmm. so anyway yeah trisomies in our other chromosomes and one mm-hmm. through 22 mm-hmm. are almost always fatal oh. so they almost always cause miscarriage mm-hmm. Trisomy 21, or Down syndrome, is the most survivable, Mm -hmm. um, and people can go on to live long Mm -hmm. lives, like Mm -hmm. we know. 13 and 18 are the second most common, and those babies um, usually won't live much past birth. Yeah, gosh. Um, And then any other trisomy causes miscarriage or fetal demise. I mean, like, there is... It is not... It's really bleak. It's really bleak. Yeah. Yeah. So... The idea that anyone could live with 10, 10 extra. extra. It's super absurd. It's super absurd. I like the idea that they... Um, Unless they, it's like XXXXXX. <laughs> they say it's additional genes for strength, intelligence, and psychosis. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I mean, again, I'm in no way a biologist, and I thought, this doesn't feel right. (laughs) 
It's not. Good instinct. I also want to say that this woman totally had some really... Uh, Eve Six had some strong Renfield from Dracula vibes. Oh, yeah, she yeah. did. Smart, crazy, yeah. hanging out in a mental institution, being creepy in the dark, saying yes. cryptic and important things. Oh, that totally like, you didn't You totally to see her, like, eating flies and whatever oh, Renfield does. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Good observation. So then we see Mulder and Scully watching Cindy's house again. Mm-hmm. And Cindy watching them back, which is mildly upsetting. Creepy. And they know that, you know, it's likely that that other Eve, uh, Sally Kendrick, is going to come and try to abduct her. So Right. Um, Oh, and then I'm sorry. Then we see someone in her closet. In Cindy's closet. In Cindy's closet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone just came in to get Tina. Mm -hmm. But someone was waiting in Cindy's closet. And so Mulder and Scully go in. Mm -hmm. um, And it's an Eve. Yep. One of them. So we see adult Eve take little Eve or Cindy to a hotel where Tina Eve is waiting. And she introduces them. Yep. And they don't seem overly surprised. Nope. Like, yep, that's another one of me. The hotel manager sees them and calls the police because they apparently had some sort of, you know, alert or something. So we see them sitting at the kitchen table, and Eve is telling the girls about the project, the Litchfield experiments, and says that she tried to use her work at the clinic to fix flaws in the genes. And we find out that somehow Cindy and Tina had learned of each other and murdered their fathers. Yeah, Sally says... That uh, she's very disappointed in the girls because Sally thought that the psychotic and homicidal behavior didn't start until older, in the older teens. And these girls are eight. And they're already psychotic and homicidal. Yes. And uh, how did they know to each do that? They say stuff like, we just knew. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And she says she took them because she was raised by a geneticist who knew what she was. And so given the proper environment, she was able to be less psychotic than the others. Um, And that's when she starts shaking and convulsing and the girls start laughing. Because they've poisoned her too. Yeah. You know what I don't believe is addressed is where they got Digitalis. Maybe there was foxglove in both their yards. Right, but how would they extract enough to... Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe... um, It was like 1993 three or four so it's not like they could go on the internet and buy it and also can eight-year-olds go on the internet and buy poison nowadays probably not easily Mm. eight-year-olds well i will say when william was six suddenly this giant and i mean like like three foot by two foot box showed up on our doorstep poison (laughs) yeah (laughs) of chalk he had he had bought accidentally on amazon $50 worth of chalk. (laughs) And he was like, I thought I was just saving it for later. I was like, no, no, you bought it. (laughs) Um, So I think if he was homicidal and wanted to buy Digitalis, I wouldn't put it past him. He's seven. Yeah. Almost eight. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, how easy is it? Well, you know, it's okay. We can keep talking. Yeah. How easy is it to buy poison? Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you that I needed some brucellosis, which is a bacterium, um, some DNA for research. And brucellosis can be used as a biological terrorism agent. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is like straight up impossible to buy really? DNA of that. 
yeah. So hard, I hope. Yeah. I will say I was trying to Google Digitalis, but I accidentally Googled Dogitalis, <laughs> which is a cute idea. Um, <laughs> little little foxglove plants with greyhounds sticking oh, out of them. Oh, the snout. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, when you try to say, oh, I want to buy Digitalis, what you see is the ability to buy foxglove plants. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like, should I keep searching? No. Nah. Do I want that in my search history? Really trying to buy poison? Yeah. No. No. I don't. Anyway. No. So, um, so yeah, when Scully and Mulder get there, mm-hmm. um, the girls are saying it's like a full-on Jonestown thing, that the right. adult Eve, Sally Kendrick, was like going to make them all three drink and all get poisoned, and they're, you know, acting very shaken up and everything right yeah <laughs> yeah and so Mulder and scully don't believe these eight-year-old girls are homicidal which no. is fair yeah of them mm-hmm. um and so they take them and it's clear they're like gonna be nice and you know yeah and and yeah Mulder and scully are like we'll take responsibility for them we'll bring mm-hmm. them i think they're gonna bring them back to the reardons maybe i'm not clear I on that remember. but yeah. they're Mulder and scully are taking them and the I note that the cop on the scene who was going to take them just says, okay, whatever. And I feel like, is <laughs> oh, that God. the level of care we have for like two eight-year-olds or just like whatever? Oh, God. Anyway. I didn't catch that. Yeah. I also, though, kind of feel like I'm not, I don't know. I'm not that surprised. Yeah. I could see that <laughs> happening. Um, and so they end up, what was it, like a rest yeah, stop? Yeah, they stop at a rest stop because the girls yeah. have to use the bathroom, they say. Right. And Scully goes in with them, and they end up getting food, right? They're going to get drinks. And right. so Mulder was going to go get drinks for everyone and says he's going to buy four diet sodas. And I'm thinking, <laughs> why would you buy diet pop for children? Um, like, I know you used to drink it, but yeah. that was because mom liked it and you tried it and liked it. Oh, yeah, why would anyone assume two eight-year-olds, hey, let's get them diet pop? Why would anyone get two pop. eight-year-olds? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Mulder isn't a parent. He's not thinking about putting the girls to bed in like half an hour. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, um, yeah, I just, I thought it was more surprising that Mulder wanted diet soda. Yeah. I mean, why? I don't, I don't understand why anyone would want diet pop. I do still really I like, like it. it. Yeah. I and know. I also know it's like I full mean, of chemicals. I mean, people are just into the taste of it. Alyssa's yeah. real into it. I yeah. like the taste of it. Diet Coke, to be clear. Not any I diet really pop. I really hate it. Um, but I get that some people just like the taste. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like crystal light. I feel like that's probably oh, full of chemicals. Yeah, uh, I like that crystal too. Crystal light lemonade. Now yeah. I have been letting my children drink that. So, I mean. What's the difference? Yeah, well, caffeine. That's yeah. why. That's yeah. the difference. <laughs> you no know, one needs to caffeinate your children. <laughs> no. Um, anyhow, Mulder gets these drinks and says, oh, this is too sweet. This is supposed to be diet because he's getting two yeah. diets for him and Scully and two regulars for the girls then. And uh, and it's oh, like... so then he did Yeah, the... he was going to get four and the girls are like, no, t- we want regular. Oh, like, they okay. They correct him. I yeah. forgot about that part. Yeah. I, I paid a lot of attention to the order of the pop <laughs> for some reason. Um, Probably because you knew it was coming. Yes, fair enough. So yeah, so he pays, he gets uh, the other two drinks. They're walking out with mm-hmm. all four drinks and uh, it's, oh, it's so tense. It's yeah. like, are Mulder and Scully going to drink these clearly poisoned drinks that the two kids got? Yeah. And uh, and Scully keeps like almost drinking it. Yeah. And uh, Mulder has to go back inside to get his keys because he left them on the table and so they can get going. And then it's like, um, Scully's out there with the girls. They're getting in the car. 
And Mulder notices at the table that they've been sitting at that there's like a green ring, yeah. which I have no idea if that is a normal thing of poison. I forgot to look it up. Same. Like, I mean, it certainly seems like a bad sign. Yeah. So he just stops Scully in time. Yeah. And uh, whispers to her about poison. Yeah. <laughs> The girls run off. They're at this truck stop. So yeah. there's like big semis everywhere. It's dark. It's easy for them to hide. Mulder gets them. Um, but then a, a trucker thinks Mulder is abducting them. Yeah. Which I feel like is a reasonable supposition yes. when you see two eight-year-old girls being chased by an adult man. Yeah. And they're telling you, like, save us. Yeah. Um, it's hard to fault that guy. Yeah. 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 And uh, the girls run off again. The waitress says that some school kids just left on a bus. So at first, Mulder and Scully, it looks like they're going to think, uh-oh, they're on the bus. Right. And we see, nope, the girls were, like, hiding under a tarp on, like, a... Is it on a boat or something? Something like that. Something yeah. in the parking lot yeah. or... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but haha, Mulder's got them. Yes. So... But not haha, ultimately, as we right. see. Yeah. So that's that's kind of, like, the, the peak of the episode. Yeah. Like, there we go. Mm-hmm. The girls have been foiled. Right. Then it shows Mulder and Scully are talking to Mrs. Rudin. Did mm-hmm. you find it a little disturbing how Mrs. Rudin was so like, she was never my daughter. And she's yeah. like burning a picture of her. Yeah. How yeah. could you like raise a girl till she's yeah. eight and be like, whatever, she was some evil other person. Right. She's still a child. Yeah. A child you raised. Like, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I found it very off-putting. I've, Although, I mean... Right. She did kill her husband. Right. But still. I know. I don't know. She gave birth to her. I, uh, have you ever read the book, We Need to Talk About Kevin? No, but I know that it's about, like, the mom of someone who does a school shooting or something. Yeah. yeah. I have also never read it. Yeah, it looks too um, intense for me. Yes. But I want, like, I want to have had read it, basically. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I want, I want to have read it because yes. I find that concept interesting. But maybe I'll wait until my kids are in their 40s. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, your kids are fine. Like, you don't... Yeah, no, they're more likely to become, like, dictators. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's especially likely either. Think about Hugo. He's so charming and adorable, but, like, I mean, he's real a, bossy. He's a four-year-old, yeah. so I think that's pretty standard. Yeah. 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 I also don't think dictators are especially charming. Oh, no. I know they'd have to be. No, no, because at that point they're dictators. They can do whatever they want. Well, right, but how do they get that way? Mm, killing people? Mm. I mm. think. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. King Kim Jong Il. He didn't seem especially charming. No, that's no. true. Yeah. Anyway, I did think it was weird. She like yeah. There's a picture weird. of like the little girl and her dad, and the woman like rips it in half and takes the half of the little girl, throws it in the fire. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Really weird. Yeah. Although, again, who's to judge? So and they, they make a mention of, like, we've got the girls in, like, a really good facility that'll, like, help them. Yeah. And then they show that they're in the same facility as Eve 6. Yeah. Which is a super creepy, horrible place, which I would like to think is not even realistic anymore. I don't know if that's true. I'd yeah. like to think that those sorts of institutions don't exist. Because it's all dark and creepy. And, yeah. uh well, it also seemed like it was kind of off the grid. Like, it, yeah, it seemed like yeah, the way that Deep Throat true. was talking about it. it that didn't, is such a good point. Right. Yeah. It didn't seem like just a typical facility. Yeah. Although I'm sure there are terrible ones. Yeah. Like I that. mean, I'm and, sure. I mean, like, I'm sure. You're right. Yeah. There's even Mendota in Madison, mm-hmm. which, like, 
I mean, that that has held some really terrible people. Really? Oh, yeah. That's where um, Ed Gein was Oh, my held. God. Are you kidding? No. I had no idea. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, um, my God. And I know people who have worked at Mendota, um, mm-hmm. but they're professionals and don't talk about what Fair it's enough. like. So yeah. I, I don't mean, know. I just thought... <laughs> I don't like, know what it's like. If you're claiming this is a facility that's going to help anyone, yeah. this place is no. not going to help anyone. This is no. for containment only. Although it was the early 90s. Yeah. I mean... Anyway, yeah. the point is, they're not going to be in there they're too not long gonna, anyway. No. Right. Because uh, a so-called doctor shows up, and it's Eve 8. Yeah. One more adult Eve, who no one knew where she was. Yeah. And she rescues Eve 6 and the little girls. Yeah. And you know what? Like, God, that would have made such another good episode. If like they came we, back? Yeah. yeah. Like how we see Tombs come back after yeah. he's, like, looking through the door, you know, like yeah. to... Man, I would have loved that. I'd love another Eve episode. that is so true. Yeah. But it's just kind of left like that. Yeah. I mean, maybe they all got treatment and are fine. Yes. Maybe that's why there isn't another one, because they're... All fine now. All fine. Yes. (laughs) I mean, or maybe it's because these girls left acting, like, like, for the real reason. Oh, maybe. Because they appear in nothing else. Or they. It's just one actress. Oh, is it? I think... I think I it's know. just listed as one actress. Whatever. Either way, mm-hmm. the kids, I mean, you'd need them, I guess, to yeah. make it work. So. Right. True. Yeah. Well, before we do our story, anything else about the episode? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll do the story, and then we can yeah. talk about what's up next. Perfect. So this story comes to us from a writer friend of mine on Twitter. Her name's Alma. And Alma says, I don't usually have dreams, or I don't remember mm-hmm. them. It's not how my brain works. But I once had a terrible, realistic dream where I was in a car that was hit head-on by a semi. Woke up screaming. Never done that before. It was a different dream than any she'd ever had. Really scary. Really realistic. One week later, hit head-on by a semi. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. And, uh... Ooh. Yeah. And she said that it was like... Her and her boyfriend were scheduled last minute to see the Final Four in Portland. Mm -hmm. And they got into the car to drive overnight. Uh, She had started driving. And when they switched places, she reminded her boyfriend of her dream and said, be careful. And she said, even though I felt silly about it, I reminded him of that. Oh, God. And then the semi-driver fell asleep behind the wheel and hit them head on. Oh, my God. And she said that when she came to in the ambulance, because she'd been asleep at the time of the crash, uh, the first thing she asked was whether it was a semi and if it was white. And the medic said yes and yes. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so creepy. Yeah. But she said, actually, it kept her calm amidst all the fear because she felt like she knew what was happening and she'd been warned. Hmm. And her, her boyfriend, and her dog were all three okay. Oh, good. Yeah. What about the semi driver? I didn't ask. Oh, okay. Um, wow. But oh, yeah. Man. Um, oh, yeah. But she said it felt more like something to warn her and like reassure her rather hmm. than be like scary and bad that she okay. knew about it in advance. Well, but, it, yeah, it's more that it scares heck? me because of creepy dreams yes, I have. Yeah, I know. Then... But note that like you and I have creepy dreams all the time. She noted she never dreams and this felt True. really different and yeah. really real. Woke up screaming like it wasn't yeah. a normal sort of dream and she knew it felt different. Um, oh, man. When was this? Um, I do not know. Wow. Not recently. Ooh. Um, 
Wow. I asked her who she would like to play her on oh, the X Files. Yeah. Uh, and this, so this is what I meant when I said, does she have a rec- like a choice there, yeah. sort of? She said she would just want to make whoever it was playing her, the actress, be someone that Mulder would sleep with. Oh. That that would be her priority Ooh. so that she could at least vicariously sleep with Mulder. I respect that. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that's actually what I said. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah. Very, very respected. Man. Ooh. Well, thank you, Alma. That yeah. is super creepy. Yeah. I mean, in like a Mothman sort of way, you know? In a Mothman way. Oh, of course, Mothman. <laughs> Mothman predicts terrible events. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there. There's no like wings and red eyes. Yeah. And I also got to be honest that I started thinking about Moth Monster Man from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force <laughs> and getting distracted by that for a second. Moth Monster Man. No. Oh, sweet, delicious light. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so. I forgot about it. That. Yeah. Cool. Like, How is it like that? Um, so yeah, just wanted to share that. Yeah. Thank you, Alma. Great. Yeah. And please keep those weird stories coming. Yes, keep please. Creeping us out so we can creep out everyone else. Yep. The goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we do it. <laughs> so. um, Fire is up next. Yes. Another very good one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had one little mini update thing oh. response from a listener. Yeah. The listener is our mother. Oh. Um, <laughs> and uh, in the last episode when we were talking about haunted houses and i was like saying how my fear is that someone could actually kill people and you you wouldn't know and you were like yeah for how long though before they were caught Mm -hmm. like 10 minutes and our mother yelled at the uh radio or whatever that the radio not radio you know how she was listening to it in the car yeah yeah um (laughs) like (laughs) that you can get a lot of killing done in 10 minutes you can accomplish a lot well so, so. and she said this to me too she oh, called she me on the phone oh, okay. and i said well sure but you can anywhere like i don't think that's ha- haunted house specific oh, okay that's interesting i don't feel like that's any different in a haunted house so i was thinking actually back on what you said about how what about the people you came with and right. i'm thinking well, they just kill all of them you go in with like a group of three hmm. and then the psycho clown like kills like all three people hmm. Hmm. And then the other people are like, those people are totally getting killed. That sure is some really good effects. Mm, all Maybe. right. Maybe. All right. Yeah. All right. yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Fire is up next. Fire is up next. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, really good one. Yeah. Creepy British dude. Yep. I think he's Irish, isn't he? I don't I, remember. We'll find out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you.